Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello and welcome to the Level Up English podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I'm happy you could be here. This is a Wednesday morning and hope you're having a fantastic week so far. So today I'm going to talk all about studying with other people. Different ways you can do that, um, the differences between studying alone and kind of incorporating some teamwork, some group work into your studies too. And there's many different ways you can do this. So I'm going to kind of cover these today and talk about which might be suitable for you and the benefits of each one. Before we get right into the episode, I just want to quickly remind people that I do have a new kind of update to my website. You know, it's not so new now, but it's still being updated. And if you go to levelupenglish.school, there is a new members button. And if you click this button, this is where you will see all the courses for Level Up English, which you can join in and you can study with, improve your English, join the community. And also this is where you will see the transcripts as well. And I'll also put a link to this in the podcast description, but there's a new page for transcripts now. So if you want to read along to this podcast or any podcast I make, then head over to the link, which is going to be levelupenglish.school slash transcripts. And there you will find basically like subtitles for every episode of the podcast. So it's a really good way to improve your listening and learn some vocabulary as well. So go over there if that sounds interesting for you. If you want to get exclusive lessons and language learning tips and updates and all this kind of stuff, the best place to go is my email list. This is my final kind of shout out today. So my email list you can sign up for on the homepage, levelupenglish.school. There'll be a sign up box. And every Thursday I send an email where you get some language learning advice, some tips, um, resources, things that you can do to help your English studies. And you also get a free mini lesson as well, only by email. So if you want to go there and kind of join our private lessons, then that could be a good choice too. Okay, thank you for bearing with me there. Let's get into the topic then. So Let's talk about studying with other people. So I think there are many benefits to studying individually, that studying alone. You know, it's you can go at your own pace. Uh, you can study what you want to learn. Imagine if you get a teacher, like a one-to-one -one teacher. They were gonna, hopefully, they are gonna tailor, personalize their lessons, especially for you. So you know that what you're getting is, you know, exactly what you need. That's the hope anyway, that's the plan. So that's a big benefit of individual lessons. Of course, one of the big downsides if you pay for lessons is it will be more expensive. You know, you want to make sure the teacher is getting paid for their time, but because it is one-to-one, -one, you're paying for a whole lesson, it's going to be more expensive, of course. This doesn't, of course, account for language partners. Language partners are a great way to avoid that price. As I always say, you're still paying, but you're paying with time rather than money. 
And I do have a podcast episode in the past all about language partners. So check that one out. Go back and look in the archives if you're interested in that. But what I really want to talk about today is some of the benefits of learning as a group because I think people are very quick to dismiss this idea. They kind of hear about it and they go, you know what, it's not for me. I don't want to learn as a group. It's going to be harder, more difficult. And I think a lot of these misconceptions come from school, perhaps. Like when you're in school, you're learning English as a class. It's very difficult. You don't have a chance to talk. It's very boring. That's my experience anyway. And I think that's a common feeling too. So I'm going to give you some benefits of learning together. And this, by the way, this could be in, you know, classroom group lessons. You can find a group study group in your area. This could be an online group lesson, which there are many different types of these now, where you can join a video chat, where you kind of talk to other people, have a teacher to guide you. Maybe you're learning grammar, maybe you're practicing talking, and it's just a good chance to learn in a group, but from the comfort of your own home. Another option could be just to kind of use your friends or people in your area or maybe like a meetup group online. And it could even be people from your country learning English too. It doesn't have to be native speakers. That doesn't need to be a teacher as well. So maybe we'll we'll get to that. We'll come back to that later, I think. But I want to go over uh, roughly 10 or so reasons why you might consider studying as a group. First of all, you can have more fun, right? So I think learning together is always more fun. Even if you're shy, things are more fun with other people, right? When you can make friends, when you can joke together, it's always more fun rather than being on your own, right? Even if you're very introverted, I think this is the case. And remember, when you're having fun, it's much easier to learn a language. You know, your brain absorbs information quicker and more easily when you're having fun and you're in a good mood. So I think that's a huge benefit is that you have fun. Another reason is group study kind of emulates real life. Emulate is like to be similar or to kind of copy real life. So let's use the example of a teacher and a student. This is like my job, right? Where you have one teacher, one student online. There's so many benefits to this kind of class. But on the other hand, the language and the tone of the lesson is tailored for you. I find this in, in my lessons as a student too. You know, when I'm learning a language, the teacher often talks in a way that I will understand. So it's not exactly the same as meeting someone on the street in real life, you know. But when you're learning with a group of people, maybe what they say is not always going to be clear. They're not going to say things correctly. You're going to misunderstand people. And this is really good practice because this is exactly how language works in the real world. You know, there will be misunderstandings. There will be different accents. There will be all this kind of stuff that you have to work out. And learning with just one teacher is not always the best way to get that. So I think that's a great reason there. And yeah, going on from that, it's just practice hearing different accents and voices. So thinking about my group classes, for example, we have people from all around the world. And this is what I find so exciting. You know, in one lesson, we could have someone from, let's say, 
we've had people from China, from Japan, from Russia, from Brazil, from all over Europe as well, um, from Africa a couple of times, I believe. So you have all these people all over the world in one class. You've got so many different accents, also voices as well that are different. And it's incredibly important to practice hearing different voices. And again, with one-on-one, you may not get much of that. You know, you can still do it with podcasts and such, but it's really good practice to hear different kinds of speaking. That's going to be a really good, kind of build a strong foundation to your English comprehension. Again, kind of on the fun side, a couple points here, you can learn about different cultures and perspectives. I always enjoy having an open mind, learning about new things. Since I started my group lessons, I've learned so much about different countries, uh, religions, although we try not to talk about uh, that kind of stuff too much because, you know, it can be controversial for some people. But I've still learned a lot about cultures and how different people see the world. I find it so, so fascinating. Um, So if you like to learn more and you kind of want to have that open mind, that's another good reason, especially if you're joining a group of people who you do not know. Making friends as well. So I've seen many people kind of make friends even outside of the group classes, which is really nice to see people contacting each other just as friends. So if you kind of want to connect with people and it could be you're living in a new place or maybe you're just feeling a bit lonely because it's the pandemic and it's hard to make friends at the moment, this is a great way to do it. So that's another benefit. I think one thing that does stop a lot of people, and I completely understand this, is being too shy. Like joining one-to-one lesson online, let's say, is going to be hard enough. But imagine joining a group of people where you're going to have, I don't know, five, six, seven people all staring at you. Well, that's how it feels. Anyway, they're probably not looking at you, but you feel like they're all staring at you. And it's a really, really scary thing to do. And I completely understand that because, you know, the first time I joined a group class, I was terrified as well. But I do think it's not as bad as you think. And I'm going to give you a couple of reasons why. First of all, it's a much more casual feel. If you're joining like a one-to-one chat, one-to-one lesson, all of the attention is on you. Even though there's only one other person, they are completely focused on you. They're always looking at you. And if they are not talking, that means they're waiting for you to talk. So it's quite a lot of pressure, you know, especially if you're shy. And if you're in a group class, it's much easier to kind of sit back and listen. You can join in if you want to, but if the teacher senses that you are shy, they might be more happy, they might be happier to let you do what's comfortable and maybe build up slowly. And and no one's gonna be putting pressure on you to talk. So that's a good benefit. And it just feels more casual as well. You know, it feels more casual. One-to-one can be a bit like an interview, a bit serious, but in a group, you're among other people and it just feels a, li- a bit less stressful, I would say. And if you are able to kind of open up and connect with other people a little bit more, this is great as well because no matter who you study with, whether it's a language partner, a group, or even a friend or family member, you can build each other up. You can scaffold on each other's progress too, which means kind of like 
you're building on one another's knowledge. So you can give each other support and guidance and it's a really kind of nice way. It's a, just a good supportive environment, you know, trying to repeat myself too much today, but I've got a lot of good things to say about it. You know, I'm always a big proponent as well, which means a big supporter of being okay with making mistakes. And I think everyone knows this by now, you know, it's good to make mistakes. And in a group lesson, it might be a bit scary to, you know, make these mistakes and you're worried about embarrassing yourself. But you will soon realise that everyone makes mistakes. It's very normal. And of course, it's good to be polite about it and not you know, tell people they're wrong, of course. But it is, I, I found it's really good practice just to notice that other people are making mistakes or sometimes hearing someone else say something wrong makes you realise that you were doing it wrong too. Like, wait, that sounds wrong. Oh, I've been doing it wrong all this time. And it's weird how like you don't notice it until you hear it, either from a recording of yourself or from someone else. So that's another big benefit is you can learn from other people's mistakes. Maybe one of the last things I want to mention on this long, long list, I hope it's not too, <laughs> too long, but one of the things I find this really hard in my language lessons, we tend to talk about the same things again and again. So when I'm learning Japanese, we often talk about the things that I'm interested in, the things that we're doing at the moment, and there's not much variety. So I always try hard to figure out how I can push, kind of encourage more variety into the lessons so I can expand my vocabulary even more. It's quite hard to do that. I think this is a great benefit of group lessons because you talk about things that not only you are interested in. So other people might have hobbies and interests. They want to share what they did on the weekend what they're interested in. It may be something you've never even heard of before. You've never even thought about talking about before. Say it could be someone likes video games and they're describing the game they've played this weekend. You don't know anything about games. You don't know any vocabulary like controller or console, something like that. You're learning all these new words. You're hearing a new topic and it's a great way to expand your vocabulary to like another level. So that's, I think, a huge, huge benefit is you just hear different things. It's interesting as well, I would say, but I like that too. And yeah, maybe I'll leave it there. I've, I've, I've got so many more ideas, to be honest, but I don't want to bore you with a really long list. So I'll probably leave the list there for now, but I hope you kind of get an idea of uh, the benefits of learning as a group. And as I said, the, the purpose of this podcast episode was just to dispel, which means kind of get rid of some of those ideas that people have that group lessons are not good. I think there are so many benefits. Maybe it's not for everyone, but it's a good thing to consider. And yet going back to what I said earlier, I touched on this before, which means I mentioned this briefly. You can also find someone in your area as a study partner. So this could be on online forum perhaps, or it could just be, uh, I don't know how you meet people these days, you know, <laughs> meet people in real life. It could be a friend or friend of a friend, someone in your school, someone in your workplace. You know, the good thing is English is such a international language 
many people will be learning English, right? So find someone you like and ask them if they want to be like a study partner. Don't think they have to be native speakers. There are benefits to having a teacher who is a native speaker, but there's also many benefits to having a partner who is from your own culture, perhaps. And this is someone you could talk to and practice with. One idea that I love is that you can meet up, say, once a week, share what you've learned that week. And because remember, teaching is the best way to learn. So every week you can have like a Zoom call, you can meet in real life in a cafe. Tell your study partner what you have learned in that week. And it's a great way to share. You can teach each other, you can learn from them as well. And you can kind of build each other up, support each other. This can work great with two people. It can work great in like a, a meeting. Make some kind of like accountability group, which is where we say you hold someone accountable. So you meet up on a regular basis and you say, hey, did you do that thing that I that you said you would do? You, you promise you would do it. Did you actually do it? And it kind of encourages you not to be lazy and give up on your goals. And of course, the same goes for group lessons too. So I often ask my students what they have learnt in the week. So we often start a lesson with sharing some kind of interesting phrase or grammar that they have learnt or maybe something they're struggling with as well. And I just think that's a great opportunity for others to learn from it too. As I said, I feel like there's so much more I could talk about today, but I don't want to get too rambly. You know, to ramble is when you kind of talk and talk and talk and there's no real uh, destination, there's no real purpose. So I'm probably going to cut myself off here. Um, but yeah, I mean, if anything has resonated with you today, if anything has sounded interesting, you might consider joining my group lesson. So I always have space. I'm always trying to expand because I have really fallen in love with these lessons. They, you know, I'll be honest, when I first started them, I was a bit, uh, let's say reluctant. I wasn't sure if it would be good. I want to experiment, but I wasn't sure how well it would do. From the very first lesson, I was just having so much fun. I could tell the students were enjoying it. They were engaged. They were having fun. They were talking to each other as well. And I just found it like an incredible experience. I do find though that many people are still reluctant to join and I completely understand this because it is quite scary. You know, what if you don't like it? What if something goes wrong? So for this reason, I actually made a new lesson type, uh, kind of a yeah lesson type that you can book. So it's a free 15 minute lesson. It's a trial lesson that you can take. So this is just one-to-one -one where you talk to me, you can ask me any questions you have about the group lessons. I can kind of help you feel more comfortable about it, tell you what to expect, tell you what it's going to be like. So if you're interested in having a one-to-one -one chat with me to kind of prepare you for the group lessons, then you can go to my teaching website, which is ewmichael.com group. And there you can click the button for the free 15-minute chat. Um, I do want to ask if you know people to respect my time though. So this is only to talk about the group lessons because um, of course it's it's free right and if everyone books it and they want some free chat with me then I'll have no no more time left so if you are interested in the group lessons then consider doing that and I'd love to help you and introduce you to the lessons 
And yeah, I guess that's about it. I, I guess one more benefit I forgot to mention before is the financial one. So this this is one that you know people often brush over, but I realize it's, it's one of the biggest obstacles for many people, especially learning English, because English-speaking countries are often you know quite wealthy. the 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 cost of living is quite high, and because of that, paying for an English lesson can be basically impossible for some people, and that's completely understandable. One benefit of group lessons is the prices can be much cheaper because it's the same time with more students, so the price can be much lower. So that's another thing I try to do with my lessons. The group lessons are much, much, much lower cost than my normal lessons. So that's another benefit as well. Uh, it's not such a big investment in money too. But yeah, again, if you're interested in my lessons, ewmichael.com slash group. I'll put, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. But yeah, just have a think about it. Have a think about how could a group or study partner benefit you. And let me know. You can go to the show notes page, leave a comment. Do you have a study partner? How is it going? What have you learned from that experience? I would love to hear. Um, and if you have anything else to add to my list, then let me know. But yeah, thank you very much for listening up until now. Before we go today, I just want to say a big thank you to one kind podcast reviewer. I haven't had so many reviews recently. So if you do want to say a big thank you to me and support my work, then leave a po- leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That's one of the best things you can do. And it really helps get the podcast to more people. So I appreciate that. This week, I have one from Elias and they said, I have been following since early 2020. Thank you for helping me, a 10-year-old, learn about English and countries like Scotland and Ireland from Jordan. Thank you very much. I think I had a review from Elias before. So you left two reviews? That's amazing. Thank you for doing that. But it is really nice to have young listeners as well. So thank you for listening. um, And I hope the podcasts are helping you. And now just to finish, I want to end with a quote from my Level Up English Instagram page. I just like to post a quote here once a week just to give a little bit of inspiration. This one is quite cool. This is from Michael Gove and he says, It is literally the case that learning languages makes you smarter. The neural networks in the brain strengthen as a result of language learning. So whenever you feel demotivated about learning English, learning a language, remember it's making you smarter. That's what keeps me going because I I definitely need to be a lot, a lot smarter. (laughs) Thank you for listening anyway. I hope this was a useful and enjoyable episode and until next time, have a great week and stay safe. Thank you very much. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.